0: Going on, have a crack. Yes, you know. Oh, I think!
1: Beckham. Into Sheringham. And so sorry, won Eric Dyer places the ball on the spot. And England win on penalties! Hello, you are listening to The Unused Subs. This is a weekly football podcast looking back at the latest talking points and the things that made us fall in love with the game. This week is the first of our two-part specials, looking at the clubs that we support. We're going to discuss why we chose our teams, our best and worst moments supporting them, our favourite 11 of players we've watched, before facing three questions from across the bench. First up, we're off to North London. Matt, good evening. How are you, mate? You alright? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Good, good. Right, the the keys to the car are yours. Off your pot. Um so yeah, um Arsenal. Where do I start? Th- yep, that is yeah. that's why we're here.
0: Um well my first trip to Highbury actually started under funny circumstances. Um actually involved me Cambridge United away well, Cambridge United away in the FA Cup. And big following from Cambridge United Cambridge went down for the day. It was almost like a ghost town, like the town was empty. Um, it, it was the record away following at Highbury.
1: Um, How many? Um, How many are we
0: talking? I'm not, not... Off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Um, but we actually got locked out. And we couldn't get in. But something happened that day when we walking down Avenel Road and you see Highbury as you're walking down the road. Like those that have seen Finger pitch and been to Highbury, know um, what I'm talking about. you always walking down the road, terrace housing either side. And all of a sudden you see, I agree in front of you. And yeah, something special happened that day. Um, I don't know what it was. You know, I remember going home with my brother. We were just looking at the programme, like looking at the badge. And I can still remember the, who's on the front of the programme now. Uh, Alan Smith and Ray, Ray, Ray Parler. And it just happened from there. Just started to follow him a at the time. Um, there used to be an HMV store in the centre of Cambridge where there was the Ticketmaster booth upstairs. And we used to be able to go down there on a Saturday, buy uh, a ticket from over the counter for £12 and jump on the train down to London. So it was a lot more accessible at the time than it is now.
1: But yeah, um, that's how it started. How old were you when you first went down to Highbury? Um, God, uh, born in 81.
0: Um, I'm just checking the date of...
1: Cambridge United. Uh, born in at the 10. Okay. So, 91. And... Um, no, no, I'm guessing before then it had been all Cambridge United. Cambridge United.
0: United and... I, unfortunately, and don't hate me for this, but uh, my cousin was at uni at Norwich, and I had a game at um, Carrow Road against the, the great Liverpool team, which, you know, we've spoken about before. But, yeah, Highbury um, was kind of the first massive stadium I've been, well, at, at, as a 10-year-old, it's, it's fucking huge. Uh, but yeah, and I just, and then, the more that we start to go, because it was quite easy to get to, Dad didn't mind taking us, and then me and my brother James would gone on our own. Um, yeah, yes. I just loved that the, first of all, the mu- when we did the mural, it was like a bit of, it was a bit of a joke, but as, as, at a time, as a kid, it's like something, something completely strange. And then, what's, what's the mural? It was where they shut the, the, the North they rebuilding the North Bank, and rather than having a um, a building site behind it, they put like a board with like a load of like front of, like so it looked like the stand was full. Right. Okay. So um, yeah, yeah, I think it was nearly two seasons, and when the set the the grounds at the clock end of the, the North Bank were redone, but like, the they, the corners were really cool as well, like. It was almost a bit like the, tu- the the sides of the San Siro, you know, they cooked the turrets in the San Siro, but on a much lesser scale. But it was it was kind of, they were kind of like that, and then they had like they were one of the first teams to have like the big screens in the corner as well. That's what I remember. Yeah, that and I remember it. Uh, yeah, Ian yeah, Wright, Wright, right. used to flash up when he scored, and, score. and um, yeah, that's kind of really like the ins and outs, the crux of falling in love with them. I mean, obviously growing up. Favorite players like at that time it was George Graham and even before, yeah, um, Ray Parlour was a massive. There's something about him. Uh, Mercer was a huge one, and then obviously, Eri uh, when we when we eventually got from Crystal Palace, and that was my Eri was my first like childhood proper like hero. Like a I wanted to play number eight for my Sunday team. And yeah, that was like, like everything I wanted to do, like try and copy his golf everything I wanted to be like, yeah, like I wanted to yeah. Just, and
1: But I suppose he would have signed around the time that you started supporting them as well. So yeah, I suppose it makes yeah. sense that there's that Yeah there's that link mm-hmm. and connection with him.
0: Yeah and it was it was there was something special about Um, i don't want to start calling him right but yeah right because that's what he is once the to the arsenal fans he's coming
1: in later actually
0: (laughs) i nearly said something really really inappropriate but um, as much as that was a tough hard arsenal team like and we, we were quite. Well, let's be honest, we were. What,
1: quite... Are, what, are we still talking early nineties?
0: Yeah, we still yeah we still. Took, we were a traditional team. One well, one nil to the Arsenal, and he got a lot. he was like he was an Arsenal fan. he was a gooner at the end, like and the whole thing with Rowcast and stuff like that. You really got that emotional tie. What it meant to him, like obviously, it was almost the second chance he had in life. Um, the, his background and stuff like that. Um, those that don't know, then go and look into it because, you know, the
1: there's, it the, was. there's the BT Sport. Yeah,
0: him. yeah. Go and watch it. Yeah. I would really recommend it. Boys from Brooklyn. Yeah. um and it, it was almost like he appreciated the the, the second chance got a knife he got in life, and certainly took it. Yeah, and. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking special guy for me. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're up to. They're kind of special players. Well, that's the, kind of the why
1: is the first yeah. part of how we're going to do it. And this, the
0: class it? about it as well. There was something... Not only does my dad look like George Graham as well. Like you, you, you He does, yeah. yeah Mr. It yeah. has actually been mistaken for George Graham a couple of times. Um, but it was just everything about Arsenal seemed to be done like... With class, like the kits I had were always nice at the time. Uh, George Graham was very smart, um, and the
1: moment, George all, manager yeah, yeah, the team, yeah. George Graham was manager, yeah, yeah. George Graham
0: um, was manager at the time. Um, yeah, just and there was just something about it, like walking down Avon Road, where the smell of the burgers and stuff like that, like there's all it's still there now. Um, it, it, the stall's still there. Those people are probably doing less trade yeah, now. It moves, um, but he's spot pretty much just around the corner. Um, used to you know it was almost like an old market stall like the way he you know, used to shout out and stuff like that there would be the fanzine guy he'd be like get your goon high high. Then we'd walk around to the, the old west stand entrance which is in between two houses and we'd go in there it was really cool this for three points this to beat fierce rivals this to go top of the premiership tonight the responsibility rests with Rube van Nistelrooy
1: Do you want to do best or worst first? Um, it's up to you, really.
0: Um, either or either. I can do... I mean,
1: this, this is your episode. Yeah, I'll,
0: do... I'll do one good, one bad at the same time. Sure.
1: Well, it's your best yeah, or I'll worst. Do... So you've got we'll... the keys. Yeah, yeah, we'll do one good, one, go one se- bad. The section is best and worst moment. Yeah. That's one of each. Yeah. Um
0: obviously the, 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 the kids stuff, stuff like eight, the, the, the winning at Anfield and stuff like that, but really, I was that young at the time, right? I didn't really get the magnitude of it and
1: stuff like that, so I'm going to talk about stuff like Plus, that. Plus, I mean, that would predate, I was 89, yeah. so you'd have been eight. Yeah. So were you even into Arsenal at that point? Uh, I
0: remember watching it and stuff like that, but yeah. still yeah, mainly yeah, Cambridge at yeah, that yeah,
1: time. Yeah. Um, I suppose you get the you get more impact of it now from the film that yeah. came out was it last year or the year yeah. before that which is excellent mm. like from my point of view it was 3 years before I was even born yeah so i'd heard about it but i again i didn't really get the significance of it but that film is pretty special because yeah. it kind of talks about how george graham built the whole team and the lead up to it and the access that they get to the yeah. players who played was was excellent yeah I mean
0: those that have seen Fever Pitch you know that it obviously it's touched upon the magnitude of it and stuff like that mean, like you see the film you can actually understand like the street parties in and around hybrid and stuff like that so yeah um, but best moments obviously the European trophy we won against Palmer was pretty cool what year was that? Jesus, you're really putting me under here with dates. Uh, Good um, research. <laughs> fucking hell. it's so long. It's, we're talking like twenty odd years ago. Like, if that's right, I'm
1: gonna have to Google it. To be fair, embarrassing. What trophy was it? The UEFA Cup Winners Cup. Okay, So, you, what you're gonna be talking early to mid nineties there, aren't you? Yeah, it's
0: mid uh, early '94, uh, I reckon. Yeah, '94. Okay. So. um and the run up to it was quite it was a tough lot. Like we had to beat we beat Sampdoria PSG um, and then we played Parma a great side with the likes of Zola, Aspirilia brolin and a very tough defense as well at the time italy was sar was probably the top league to play in the world and it was very well it still is now it's very defensively structured and let's not forget Arsenal were very much like that at the time as well. So <laughs> it was a great game. Yeah. Um, what so was the
1: score? What was the score out of interest in the
0: final? One 0 uh, There yeah, we go then. Yeah. Um, penalty shootout going through on penalties against Sampdoria with the likes of Mancini Lombardo playing for them. um PSG had David Ginola, George Ware, and so it was some interesting ties like going through. What sort of plays did Arsenal have at the time? Um, Just to kind of compare Seaman. Dixon, the the back, back five, four, yeah, the back five even, and then in midfield we would have had Stefan Schwartz, Merson, Ray Parla, Limpar. Um, he might have moved on. By, I think it might be it, it was before before Glenn Helder. Was it, was it a Danish guy, Jensen? John Jensen, he it came... He? No, he, oh. he was part of the... He was the bun. He was the transfer that got George Grant sacked. Right, OK. And... It might have been Eddie McGoldrick.
1: OK. And then it was normally Alice Smith here right up front. So, I mean, yeah, when you compare it to some of the names that you've mentioned for, like, PSG, Sampdoria, Parma... Arsenal very much the underdogs. yeah, in that yeah. I, I would I would I mean I, again yeah. I was
0: but still uh, in
1: nappies at the time. PSG were nearly nowhere near what they are
0: now in terms of they had a strong Ginola was probably he's an up and coming talent at the time like uh, just to give you relevance to who would probably he would possibly be. Maybe a Jaden Sancho now. Mm. He was already in international. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, at yeah, the time. yeah, yeah, He'd say broken in. And George Ware was George Ware. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then Ian R- the old Brazilian international midfielder as well. Okay. Um, I think he was Brazilian captain for USA '94. Oh no, that was Dunga. Um. But yeah, there, there no slouches by any stretch. And Ian Wright was actually suspended for the second leg against PSG. Oh, yeah, I right? yeah, was suspended for the final, right? Yeah, suspended for final, because he got booked in the second leg against PSG. the semi, And, so yeah, so he wasn't able to play an Alan Smith, and you know, to the ch- took his chance, and it a great knockdown and needs to volley here from quite far out. And Palmer on top for a lot of the game. Um, but yeah, that was pretty, European
1: trophy always was it on telly? Yeah, yeah, yeah ITV,
0: yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah.
1: Again, at a time when I mean, TV was becoming more mm. popular with the, all the, with, yeah, the, 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 the yeah. with the Premier League. Yeah. but It would have still been yeah. an element of mystery and like a rarity yeah. to a European game, I imagine. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it was it was like at a time where you didn't get a lot of foreign t- uh, teams um, televised from games. Sorry, televised. Um, it was around the time where Serie A started to be broadcast on Channel Four, yeah. So, but it was c- pretty cool to see some of the other teams, like when we played Benfica one year, um, like PSG. You know, they were pretty much an unknown scene back there, and yeah, for, for us over here, because we didn't see a lot of you know European football. So that's what was really good about the European games. Mm. So yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, probably uh, one of the initial great moments. Um, but then winning the league titles, you know, under the, winning the league titles under Wenger
1: as well. Um, Which one's better, the Old Trafford win or the <laughs> White Hart Lane win? It's tough. Or the Invincibles? It, yeah, season. it is. It's tough. Um, Are they the only three? Did Wenger only win three yeah. Premier League? Three pretty cool ways to do yeah. it. I've never thought of that yeah. before. <laughs> <So> <laughs> to win uh, it at your title yeah. rivals, at your yeah. n- neighbor yeah. rivals, and then unbeaten. Yeah, it's pretty special.
0: I mean, one of the games I probably went the most mad at though wasn't a game that resulted in us actually winning the result. Resulting in us winning the league, yeah. but over goal at Old Trafford, that win, that time was huge the uh, run right up to the end of the season and yeah that was pretty pretty cool but it's as much as winning the league at White Hart Lane and I'm, this is, I'm not belittling Spurs at all, winning the league at White Hart Lane is something that I hope they never be able to get the one over on us but at that time getting a result at White Hart Lane Without any disrespect to Spurs, was kind of expected from Arsenal. Um, but winning the title at Old Trafford, I think, because that was at a time where it was. It was a two-horse race, yeah. And going getting a result at Old Trafford <laughs> was tough, you know. you know, there's all these oh, the penalty, you know, and the amount of penalties that have been given against Man U at Old Trafford and stuff like that. It's all who do you talk, as far as I'm concerned. Um, as much as they did get a massive let-off with the Mendes goal. Um, that was never given, but I'm not really going to complain about that. But, yeah, going to Old Trafford, and it was um, I'll never forget it. It was whilst I was at uni in Nottingham. Went down the, the South Bank bar, a um, couple of mates, and... After it, oh, I was ringing all my mates from Man United uh, Man United fans back home, ringing the landline, just letting it ring, and stuff like that. It was... It was, it was it was crazy, really, like to think of it, and it was really the changing of the guard as well. Um, so, but yeah, for Lundberg to go through and when it when keepers parried it out and Will followed it up, and when he's final it just yes, yeah, it's, it's special, mate. It really is. As much as supporting a big team can have. So many pitfalls in modern football. Like when you have memories like that, it's, it does make it worth it. It really does. So, but yeah, that's another great moment. Um, so yeah, I would say winning the league at Old Trafford does top the others for me. Okay. Worst moment. There's a few. Uh, probably most upsetting. Uh, there's two. Champions League against Chelsea. Uh, when oh, Wayne Bridget, when three out Bridget, of four. The, the year it was the Monaco quarterfinal. Uh, yeah. Final. Um, I think at the time, and I'm sure a lot of Arsenal fans would say that was, that was a better team that got to the final. was oh, that, that. Was that the invincible season? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the team that. was. Mm. You yeah, know. Let's be honest. It was, probably was the best team in Europe at the time. and Yeah, yeah we just just wasn't to me and but uh, a lot of fans will say well if we'd have gone through would be have finished then what would you have taken um, a chance of not winning the Champions League but
1: not getting the Invincibles either <laughs> who knows I mean, at the time what would you have taken well I've
0: never seen Arsenal in the Champions League I've seen Arsenal in the League
1: hmm.
0: and I've seen it at that point as yeah, well so, and there are there. I don't think anyone can disagree that some of the players in that team were f- phenomenal, and it was probably. Well, I think it was. and I'm not might not being biased in any way. It was the best team in Europe at the time. I oh, yeah, I was. I love watching that yeah.
1: team. As a kid, I wanted to be Robert Pirès. Yeah. Yeah. Because of because of yeah. that team yeah. and that era.
0: Yeah, I uh, like mates used to text me. How many did you win by this week? It was just like the football they played, and they were—they are—they were invincible. <laughs> they are, they were invincible.
1: Hmm. It's Van Nistelrooy with Kian all over it. It's the final whistle, and Arsenal do get their draw, but it's not finished yet. They're all around Ruud Van Nistelrooy.
0: So that's one uh, domestically. Can't remember what year it was, but we lost it. We Lost the leads at home. Harry Keel and Verduka, uh ruined us, and that was when the league was over. And that was a, a shit one to swallow. and really worked out. Um, I think we, had, we we were quite quite had quite a lead at one point, I and mean, we, we we fucking blew it the second to last game of the season at Hunter Leeds, we were going down. I think that was the that went down as well.
1: Okay, so that would have been two thousand four <sighs> five-ish. Mm, yeah, God, they've been
0: at the Premier League a long time. Mm. So that's that's one. Um, Birmingham away that year for two reasons. Oh, the. Ed, Ed Ed we remember we remembered yeah. for Eduardo. Okay. Um. But. Galas. Gallas- Gallas- club Gallas- captain Sto- yeah. Sitting down on the floor. And as well, if. Adebayor squares it to Bentner uh, in, in, in the last, second to last minute
1: who's it, wide open rather than going for a shot Bentner's in on goal I think we won yeah but, but Bentner's in on goal isn't a guarantee <laughs> that he's going to score it is it so I can see why <laughs> yeah. Adebayor did what he did
0: um, I still believe now if we win that game we would have won the league don't you
1: yeah it, with, look, the whole thing with Eduardo it,
0: the, if you would have picked up the momentum and gone through that with the emotional side of it it's like when Pirros.
1: Well, it felt it, it felt like a huge challenge, yeah, and a huge hurdle yeah. that you fell at. Yeah, and whereas and, had you done it, yeah. yeah, I think. And the fact that Galash reacted in a, in a way
0: that at that point we needed fucking Tony Adams or someone like that to rally the troops again. Yeah. Get, you know, grab, grab everyone and say, look it's not about
1: us now, it's about that fucker that's just had his leg broken too. Do you think that that moment with Galas then, it oh, was maybe the... Everyone else was, is looking was, at him and going, they're was, done. Yeah, but has, done. has that then, was that the beginning of this softer Yeah, arsenal? Yeah, like, that was yeah. almost like the end of, the end of, sort of like a new chapter.
0: Yeah, In the end of, well let's be honest about it, like Henri he said, Invincibles, if you wanted to have a scrap, we'll have a scrap. Hmm. Like, if you want to be, go down that road, we're as dirty as anyone. And they, and they were. You know, Bearcat yeah, yeah. was, a, was a very dirty yeah, player. Yeah. He used to leave it in over the, t- all, over the ball all the time. Really tactile, the way he put his head and his elbows in and stuff like that. He would leave it on you. Yeah. And, I mean, you got the likes of Keough and Sol Campbell. Like These guys will have it if they, if they want. And, so yeah, that was when I think it was very prominent that they're soft, and can I sum it up? Um, so yeah, but so that and as we spoke about uh, uh, Eduardo, the Ramsey leg break was quite bad as well, it was quite a bad moment for someone that at the time was and look and. I'm so, not upset, because I'm beyond, beyond the age of, uh, but disappointing in Arsenal that Ramsey's leaving, for me, he's a club legend. Like, he scored vital goals for us in cup finals over a barren spell where we're not getting with the league titles anymore. And he was
1: really kicking on at the time where his leg was snapped. It's nice to see that he was able to come back yeah, from it. Definitely, like a, a lot of young players yeah. get a bad injury like that, and that's them mentally. That's finished. them, d- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it is nice to see him. Yeah. If you take all like the fact that you support Arsenal, mm. out of it, it is nice to see that he's come back, the had a great story. career, and is now moving on to one of the best, biggest, greatest clubs in Europe. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's what's also nice about it. He's not going on a a shitty move to someone else or he's getting paid Look, you know, and he's getting paid a shed load of cash at Uber, that's not bit, you very know, it but at least he's joining an institution yeah it's not yeah. like he's gone to PSG yeah so it's what you're trying to say <laughs> yeah pretty much um, but yeah that was but yeah that brings me on to something back to some of the best moments again as well like the cup final against Ramsey's winner against Hull um Chelsea you know Chelsea and I I think some best days out like we Wembley in the cup finals because of Aaron Ramsey you know to see him come back he did get a good send off when he left it was a shame that he was injured but you know the send off he did get from the fans was special and but yeah he, he was a, he's a great been a great servant for the club I think if any, anyone else says anything other than they're either don't go to a lot of games or they're deluded of their expectations so but getting back on some more positive, they're probably the sort of the worst moments in modern times. Oh, the, I mean the United semi-final as well.
1: Yeah, the Champions League that was fucking awful. That was horrible. That mm-hmm. so when Ronaldo scored yeah. that goal on the break. Yeah. There was a
0: feeling. There was a feeling about. Um, I think we went two-one down before before first leg, second leg, and it was like, but there was a feeling like we can do this. We can do this, and we started really on top, and then. Gibbs, Gibbs, Kieran Gibbs, really experienced at the time, gave away a shit goal, uh, an individual error. You know, I took a stronghold in the game, and then Ronaldo smashed it, 35, 50, and it was right in front of me. We we had a perfect night. Me and my brother, and I said he's gonna score. Michael is was miles away, and lo and behold, smash. Yeah, and he was right in front of us celebrating. But more positive things. Getting back to our days in the Champions League. One of my best away trips. Going away to San Siro. Being the first English team to beat AC Milan in the San Siro. Um, Fabregas and Walcott. But we've got the goals. But Fabregas' goal was special. You could see how much it meant to him. He's, I think it's about eight minutes to go. And this was a strong AC team. they still have the likes of Nesta, Maldini, and Seidoff, uh, Kaka, so you know you get to So it was it was a strong Milan team, um, and all the talk before the game in in Milan that, that we're going to go through. No one fancied Arsenal at all, and there were times when Milan were really on top. We were, we were very Arsenal-like before of old. We weathered the storm and. Fabregas picked the ball up just inside their half and he just drove up and he's unleashed. just shot from about 30 yards out. And you he can see the emotion in his face running away, crying, um, to the Arsenal bench. And they've all hugged each other. But that was sort of a coming... That that, that, um, that year was really coming of age of one of my favourite Ever Arsenal players, Matthew Flamini. And the, the, the headline in the local press,
1: was Gatuso got Catuso? Uh, Can't uh, get much higher praise than that yeah, in terms exactly. of a combative midfield. Display. And <laughs> who did he eventually go and from? No. for? Yeah. yeah. And but uh, we'll
0: come on to more about, about the flame later. Um, Eduardo's comeback game as well. The emotion, the, obviously, the emotion attached to a comeback game against Cardiff. Ended up scoring a hat trick. Um, material ring just some of the great moments that guy's given me i went the way to slavia prague Prague, sorry uh, when he broke the record to become arsenal's best ever biggest ever goal scorer and that was a pretty cool moment to be there out of sort of three or four thousand fans um there's a header he scored against us united late on a game against the emirates and that was one of the loudest the emirates has ever been it was Look, the atmosphere is crap. Um, but so are a lot of wonderful football stadiums in the Premier League. But yeah, that was mental. Jens Lehmann's save against Raquel May in the last minute of the second leg away at Villarreal in the Champions League semi final saves a penalty uh, to put us through in the last minute of a normal time. Raquel May doesn't miss penalties. Mm. Lehmann saves it. <laughs> I, don't, I won't forget because. It was on a Tuesday night where uh, we ran round to Nathan's straight after the cage. Yeah. And we were, uh, and like, uh, it's, it's part of Tad's attempt to calm down. So I was kind of, it was just one of those moments in when you're in a family, you get caught up in everything. And it was just, I couldn't believe it. But I ran to the final that year. We, we overcame, like, Juve, Real, uh, Villarreal. And then Barca, we had a back four of Flamini playing at left back, and uh, play. And playing. I think we can, we went pretty much the whole way all route to final without conceding a goal. Kira Gibbs, uh, no Kira Gilbert playing at right back. Uh, you ask any, you know, who is it dropped off the face? Exactly, really. exactly. So, uh, and then probably in modern times. Um, Went away to the four four with my dad at Anfield. That was pretty cool to be there. I first, remember that. Yeah. Game. First time to it's first time I ever went to Anfield as well, so and it's it is special now and everything that comes with it. But that was yeah, Arsenal Four, yeah. That was a That's great one. That's one of the best games I've ever watched. Yeah. That's up there with the Newcastle Liverpool, I think, that okay. game. They
1: were a little bit before my time. Yeah. But Yeah, I yeah, that four four, I remember yeah. just
0: and then, probably the best time at the Emirates in recent times was Worldwex header against Leicester, where well, we had a chance that year. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Long if you have to pick one? Winning the league at Old Trafford. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah. Here
1: come Arsenal once more. Bella, Eduardo, Bella on the overlap. Eduardo! Talk about the romance of the FRA Cup There will be no happier story in this season's competition than that moment in the recovery
0: of Eduardo da Silva.
1: Should we move on to your favourite eleven? Yeah, I got them. So what formation have you gone for? Well growing up in the Surely four four two. Yeah, yeah definitely. I've got manager as well. You can do the manager at the start or yeah. at the end, it's up to you. Yeah, I do um... No. I
0: George Graham for me is a manager. Okay, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, why him over the obvious? I think. Because... Why him over Bruce Rioch? <laughs> no. Uh, why him over Wenger? Because
0: he was the manager when I fell in love with the club, and as much as the success that Wenger brought, it's down to George Graham as well. Why? I recognise how successful Wenger was and how appreciative of the football that he's given me. I'm not like a lot of these modern-day Arsenal fans that expect us to be in the Champions League every, every year, expect us to be challenging for league titles. I was there when we were shit, mate. I, 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 I've been watching us when we were a long ball side. We'd knock it to a cart horse in the a centre-forward and knock it down and hope our striker would get us a goal and we wouldn't concede to go. And that was it. And I, I remember mid-table mediocrity. Um, you know... I remember I was, yeah, getting, losing to Wrexham in the FA Cup. So, Alright then, fan blood. Who's <laughs> your, who's your, who's your key? Don't ever call me that. Uh, but, but, yeah, George Graham, but yeah, um, goalkeeper would be, it's got to be David C. Yeah. It's got to be safe hands. Yeah. Um, just, some of the same, some of the moments, like, games he's kept us in. Like, I think, well, we, can't be summed up better than the save against, made against Paul Pesci Salido. The saving against Sheffield United is it's up there with one. Of, it's up there with the save uh, Schmeichel made against Juventus in the Champions League. For me, that's. It's up there it's with the Gordon the best Banks saving. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: up there with the Gordon Bank saving so against Palace. I remember playing when I when I was a teaching assistant in yeah. Germany. I used to play five a side yeah. um, on like, a Wednesday night with a couple of the teachers and some yeah. of the sixth formers. And I think someone did make like a near impossible save, like, yeah. very similar. And then, I, and then in the staff room the next day, we, we were talk- We were still talking about it. And I said, do you know the David Seaman save? And hmm. it, it was the semi-final of yeah, the fake-up. Yeah, the Old Trafford. Yeah. And he was like, no. And I was like, right, when yeah. is this computer room? Like on YouTube. Yeah. And I was just like, Watch it. Whoa. And he, yeah. he was taken about and then he yeah. showed me another one, say from like the 80s. Yeah. But it's in. The ball's in. Like, it's behind Yeah, it, it, It's gone behind yeah. him and he's clawed it yeah. out from, it's not much further from the distance we're sat apart Two, now. three yards? Max? Yeah. Max. It, it's inside the six yard box. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I remember watching that in my room as a kid and just, Having to wow, like, wow, yeah, speechless, yeah,
0: because this is before a time where we couldn't rewind and fa- pause, fast forward live TV as well, yeah, just wait for the yeah, yeah, film. and that was the thing. Did everyone say, Did you see that Seaman there? Did you see that seaman's say?" Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's got to be safe hands and go, um, right back, Kerry Gilbert, <laughs> no, nah, Lauren, ah, yes, yeah. First of all, he was up for a scrap. It was it mm. was hard, but he could play as well. We brought him uh, well. It was initially we brought him from Real New York, where he was a centre midfielder. vengas always saw he was he wanted him to be a fullback. He mm. took a lot of convincing, but really made that position his own for all the success. And under, under Um Dixon was a, a tough call. Um, he was close to it, obviously, but. Yeah, just... Lauren was always at the front of it as well. If someone wanted to pick on somebody, he would always be at the front of it, sticking up for them. The young players would always look after the likes of Fabregas and that coming through. Um, you've only got to see the way he's right in and, in and amongst it. The, the famous incident at Old Trafford with Keogh uh, mm-hmm. and Van Nistelrooy. you know, the melee that happened after that. So, And one of the coolest penalty takers I've ever seen as well. Uh, check out his penalty against... Spurs in the North London derby. You yeah, he literally... It's always calm Calm right like, the bottom corner. Yeah, yeah. So literally just rolls the way. it. the yeah. yeah, literally rolls it. So, yeah. It's going to be Ralph for me right back. Um, centre backs. Was that a little joke there? No, that, that was actually his nickname. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what the fame was known as the both fans. Um, centre backs for me, Mr Arsenal, Tony Adams, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, one of the best... Best centre back of my lifetime, I think, um, and his partner alongside him. Not only because the way who he left to join us and stuff like that, but Sol Campbell, I think, at the time, for me personally, Sol Campbell was was one of the top centre halves of the world. Um, we well, could have gone to anyone. Yeah, uh, I think it's, he, he said it himself. Like turned down you and Bayern as well. Yeah, I mean? so. Um, yeah, it was all due to St. Spurs, so, but I'll never forget that. Like uh, it was when I was at uni, and um, being a student, my brother obviously been up before me on his way to work, and was like, "Matt, go and buy the sun," and I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Go and buy the sun." So on my way to uni, I put called into the paper shop on the way to the bus, stop. and it, it is that the sun had the exclusive of the the foot the, the, the photo of Finger and. Campbell at the Arsenal training ground. That's how the news broke. This is before Sky yeah. This is before Twitter. Um, so A that's how I've got, nice it, yeah. time. I time. it. Um, how you can imagine how I walked into my... Uh, I think, you know you get them key skills modules you have to do as well, alongside mm-hmm. like the subject. You have to do key skills, like, like information technology and shit like that. So I've walked into IT and my mate, Glenn, well, uh, 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 on the course it was his first fan I managed to get in before him and he left so he revlogged in and I've just gone he's gone in gone i just turned the paper over and left on his desk and sat there waiting for him to come back and he's just gone this is a fucking up he's like what yeah. and then I was like so he left his computer he walked away from his computer I've put it as a screen saver so he's come back um, so like you know this is the days when like you could write messages and then scroll across the yeah, screen yeah, and stuff yeah. like that uh, I put like the date of like I, I will not be leaving Spurs but <laughs> and then the date signs for Arsenal yeah. and stuff like that so yeah so it's got to be song song Tony Adams and a half. I don't think you can, anyone can really no argue getting, that. that's a hell of a yeah.
1: back line you've yeah. already who's at left
0: back bit of an interesting one Believe it or not, Ashley Cole came really close. Yeah, but he was excellent. He was, yeah, he's
1: possibly he's one of the best left backs England's ever produced. Yeah, and he's possibly, yeah. But this is a favourite, yeah, and given how he left, exactly, I'm not expecting him to no. line up.
0: Um, Nigel Winterburn as well, but yeah, he came close. Um, but I've gone with someone that
1: it's one of my like favourite cult players. Yeah. Mm. Giovanni Brown Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. No prizes for guessing why I like him. <laughs>
0: yeah he was just a really cultured left back. He was he came up playing for a really strong Rangers team. He was a Dutch international. This was around out a time where the Dutch team were really strong. And so he'd been linked with us for a while and we finally managed to get him. And he just slotted into the left. Yeah. <laughs> The left, he sometimes played on the left hand side of midfield. Sometimes sort of doing it left back, but he got really injury play time at Arsenal as well. But yeah, it was some of that, and the fans really took to him for some reason. And yeah, he was just you just got that yeah, yeah at a time where yeah, it really felt like something to play for Arsenal, the players and stuff like that. So yeah,
1: Van Rom course for me left foot 2010 World Cup mm-hmm. I think semi-final Holland v Uruguay Van yeah. Bronckhorst's goal oh my god I remember watching that in the pub in Kendall and just being like <laughs> left foot mm-hmm. that's a bit of me <laughs> yes so there's your back five yep who's your midfield right wing I know I will be able to guess who this is Bromford Pello. yeah yeah Ray parlor. erm
0: yeah. um, I mean, he was more than he was really underrated. Ray Parlour he should have gone to France. Not he should have gone to France World Cups. One um, Wenger always said how underrated he was. He uh, couldn't believe he w- w- didn't have a lot more England caps that he did. Um, he was yeah, he was a really Wenger brought him a lot a lot out of Ray Parlour as well. Uh, he was quite an industrious winger under. Sometimes played in the middle of the park under George Graham. Um, but Wenger really got the best out of him. I mean, he scored, you know, one of the most famous FA Cup goals. It's only Ray uh, and uh, against Chelsea that time. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that, Tim Lovejoy. Um, but, yeah,
1: Ray Parlour on the right for me. Do you reckon so- Tim Lovejoy listens <laughs> to this? <laughs> um, he's, actually, he's out there as in well, right? They're
0: writing. in the green room.
1: Yeah. Right? Um, but, yeah. Lundberg came close. Um, oh, I love Freddie Youngberg. Yeah. The ho- I once went to school with, like, sprayed, spiked <laughs> red hair because of Freddie Youngberg. Um, I can't remember what it was for. It was like it must have been, like, sport relief yeah. or something. Roadcast was close, but like I said, this
0: is about a time where I went, went to games a lot regularly and that probably wouldn't be, really,
1: yeah, wouldn't be, I didn't really see him play for us that much, to be honest. Um... Because I suppose that's a good point. That is the key thing. Yeah, these are all for, big, for anyone for those listening. That's the key thing to remember it's not the best. Yeah, these best. are all people that it's I've our, seen. Like it's and, our like, favorite. Yeah, favorite yeah, yeah, of favourite and people seen. that I've seen on a regular basis as well. Um,
0: sentiment for I think this apparently is going to surprise a lot of people. Um, fabric Fabregas, okay, Matthew Flamini. Um, the reason why I'll go with that is I'll go with the Fabregas first. I think there was a point before he left the bar so that, and I, I, and I am going to be biased. Like I saw this kid, I like, was at his debut when he came through as a kid uh, against Wolves in the League Cup, and I remember going home to my mates going, "I've just seen this kid," and uh, at the time um, his name his name hadn't been abbreviated to CES, so It was like Francis Fabregas. I was going home telling my mates about this kid, Frances Fabregas, with this huge money, man. but.
1: I remember, see, I remember highlights of his debut yeah. I think it was like number 57 yeah, 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 yeah. something like that and I was just what, you yeah. watch it but yeah. like, to have been there it must have been yeah silly yeah
0: um, and but there was something that um, told me that this kid was special uh, because at the time it's going to wolves, wolves obviously and uh, Paul Ince in Midfield poor, and guess who else was alongside Paul I don't
1: know Alex Ray oh yeah it's hard too, it? it too as two hard, spotted,
0: too hard bastards yeah, yeah. right so, um, so Wolves. Well, the, the game started Wolves take the centre take the centre come back to wins Fabregas <laughs> smashes in straight away free kick okay and then you're like this kid's 16 yeah and mm-hmm. it didn't phase him it wasn't like where well, I mean, he like mate just Got up and like as if like, oh. and the confidence in this kid, like it was unbelievable. And so for me, but yeah, later on there was a point where he was probably how you love Stephen Gerard, like what you love to see. I got that out of Fabregas, the creativity, the vision that this guy would have. Um, the certain things that he did as well for us, like Ashley Cole's first time back to the Emirates. In fact, yeah, uh, he's nailed him like completely off the ball mm. and stuff like that. Fabregas
1: was involved in in, was the, a little little in, the, in the brawl at Old Trafford. Yeah, he, he, threw, he the threw the pizza.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was a dirty little bastard, Fabregas was.
1: Uh, so yeah, and alongside him slamming Did you, just quickly on yes. Fabregas, when he went to Chelsea, how did you feel? Like, I imagine... I had no... Um, I had no it a, because about because it. it wasn't a direct transfer.
0: And, and the reports were that he was pleading Wenger to take him back to Arsenal, okay. and and this was around the time when we just signed Ozil, and, and Ozil had been there about twelve months, and he was like, "We, we can't. I've just signed. You know, mm. I would have loved. I would. Have, a lot of our old Arsenal fans would have loved Cesc to come back, without a doubt. And I think that. And to be honest with you, I think that I'm a Wenger fan. Mm. Don't get me wrong, but I think that was a massive mistake. Not bringing Cesc back can it
1: he? here's parlor it's bending it's in
0: it's ray parlor's first goal in european club football what a time to get it and my goodness me what a way to get it um yeah but alongside in flemini i think well you've touched on a lot of it already but i think it was massively underrated um during uh, Fabregas' best times at Arsenal, Flamini did all his running for him. He was arguably... Quite a good little pairing. Yeah. Um, I personally think he was one of the best defensive midfielders around at the time. Uh, when you look at the distance covered, and he, he wasn't the best he wasn't the best
1: footballer. So when people say Arsenal never replaced Vieira, I would you dispute that yeah. based on Flamini? Yeah. And Gilberto yeah. as well.
0: Gilberto, yeah. yeah. I think the reason Mojo Borussia doesn't necessarily get that title of replacing Vieira is because he played alongside him and stuff like mm, yeah. that. Stuff. But, I th- the, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm under no means comparing Vieira to Flamini. You know, they are worlds apart as players. Slightly different yeah. kinds of players. But, like uh, everyone, you know, enjoyed the moments and what Fabregas gave us, but he wouldn't have been able to do that without Flamini. And he scored some great vital goals for us at the time. There's a goal he scores against Newcastle at Highway, he smashes it in the top corner. The volley when he came back to us against Spurs at White Lane, the way he jumped into the away crowd at White Lane, he knew how much it meant, you know, because he, he remembers what it used to be like back in his day where you don't lose to Spurs. That, it's top and bottom of it. You know, Lee Dixon talks about the time where Tony Adams grabbed him in the changing room by, the, by his throat after he signed for us. From Stoke City, it was his first North London derby. He's grabbed him in the tunnel, in the changing room, and saying, "You don't, we don't fucking lose this. We do not lose to this." And like that, that's what it meant. I like, think, mm. you know, as much as Wenger's brought, brought brought the club on and evolved in terms of the quality of the football, I really hope uh and I can reinstall some of that steel as well, because I think the combination of the two only proves you know, it does work the way. Use the back five he inherited it, and then built
1: built in front of it. So yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Left left midfield. I've got two names in my head. Yeah, and that's a hell of a decision. It's not overmars Okay, that was one of the names.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's not Glenn use.
1: Helmer No, Eddie no. McGoldrick or something earlier. No. Um, I what? think I think he's already been mentioned. Probably Perez. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What. Well, one of my all-time yeah. favorite players.
0: I think. I mean, we, we. I think we touched on it. Um, he's got me up there with the best left wingers ever to play in the Premier League. Yeah, I. I Don't get me wrong. I think Giggs is the best. Okay. Uh, but Perez, Giggs, Giggs, Hazard, Perez. Yeah, Perez. Yeah, they've got. They're, 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 they're the benchmark. And this was a midfielder that, came to was from Marseille, turned down Real Madrid to come to us. Um, yeah, his first game was Sunderland away in English football. Sunderland that, yeah, away. that's one of the, under Peter
1: Reid. Mm, okay. That's one of those. Um, that's one of those games right? yeah. for a, someone new to the Premier yeah. League. This is where we'll yeah. find out about. Them.
0: And he's talked about it on the Premier League, the, the, the Sky mini series, Premier League greats or something. I think he talked about it where. He says to Henri, like when the team sheet has gone out, like, why am I not starting? And Henri said to him, and said, this isn't France. Like, And then Wenger said the same, like, you need to watch. You need to watch what you're going into. And I remember him saying, like, I remember him thinking, I've turned that Real Madrid to come to this, mm. where, you're getting booted, you know, and he was like, I can't, he thought, I couldn't do this. And, I mean, and then, it's a vital always used to score against Spurs. I was gonna say. Always to score against Spurs. We score against Liverpool a lot. Uh, that trademark cut in on the right hand side and, you know from just outside the box and hit it, bang. Um but also as
1: well He was doing that before Ashley up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when he snapped his cruise ship that year, the was uh, yeah. in an innocuous just jump. I think it was some Newcastle at home. The ball's going out of play. He's not been touched. It's not like a, he's jumped to like for a header and he's landed properly. He's just rode a tackle. So someone slid across him to like block him, and he's just hopped over it. Literally, just hopped over him mm. And all of a sudden, he's gone down. And the reception he got when when we won the league yeah, when we received the title at home, um, he had his leg. He still had his leg in the, uh, leg brace. And the whole first team squad start bound down to to come into it. They um, they let Avierra was obviously the captain at the time. Or let or let Pires come and lift the trophy. You know that in itself shows how much that guy meant to the team and how much he yeah. contributed as well.
1: So yeah, P- um, Pirros for me on the left hand side. The two strikers. This. Well, I'd say it's fairly obvious. That's not. But I think you're going to put curveball in it. I think Henri and Wright. It is, but
0: this is strange because I feel the most complete player I've ever seen for Arsenal doesn't make the 11.
1: Burkham? Uh, So, why Henri and Wright over Burkham in terms of a favourite 11? Yeah, Wright was my childhood hero. But, you know, when you first fall in love with your team
0: and that's your player. Mm. Like, and that's it.
1: And he's here tonight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Omri, because I think for a period of two years, he was probably the best player in the world. Um, and yeah. I think no one's dominated the Premier League like he's dominated the Premier League. I don't. Uh, people bring Ronaldo into that situation. I say that Ronaldo has achieved his best year since he moved on. He had that fantastic year when he got the 42 but I redid really it for the spare of two or three years where he's actually seen that. 30-odd. Yeah. So, so yeah, I really, and just some of the, some of the, if guys got me off the edge. I'm like, wow. Like, we, there was a point where you would walk away from Highbury. How the hell did he do that? The goals, some of the goals he scored. The goal he scored against Spurs, the famous goal where he, yeah, yeah, Highbury, yeah. where he's picked it up just outside the 18-yard He said the, the, you know, the famous celebration against Spurs, um, the goal against Man City, where he smashed it, he was pissing it down the yeah. road. It, 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 it was if a, night, it had a night, it, night game. Yeah, well. night game. It would still be going now yeah, if yeah. he hit it that hard. Um, Liverpool. Yeah, Where he says it's the most important, probably the most important goal he's ever scored for Arsenal. That, that
1: was after the Chelsea game <laughs> you
0: mentioned earlier. Yeah, that was in a game where... Oh,
1: the weekend after. Yeah.
0: And he said he felt the stadium breathing again when he scored that um, but yeah thierry's thierry uh, probably the and it is probably the you know when people get genuinely upset when someone leaves your football club
1: yeah
0: i was genuinely heartbroken when that man left i couldn't when it came on Sky sports news i had to turn it off i couldn't look anything in the newspaper and the message he left, the message was really classy, the way he went about it, and stuff like that. This guy had opportunity, upon opportunity, to leave us. Okay?
1: Well, he did eventually.
0: But before he did, he had the time to leave us, when he could have easily have gone after the Champions, when we lost the Champions League final. He walked straight back into the changing room and said, boys, I'm staying.
1: Do you think, because the season after that, was that the last season at Highway? I think, yeah. Do you think that was part of it? Maybe because
0: it's well publicised and he's very vocal on how much he loved that stadium. And that's what he calls home. And he's got a game. hat-trick on the last game mm. then. But it's a bit of a ga- In a weird way, it can't be a gambler as well because Barcelona don't always come twice for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it normally is. If they come for you... However,
1: like... the fact that they did yeah. says a lot about yeah. the player. World Cup winner as well
0: he's won everything
1: Champions League yeah. Premier League La Liga yeah. European Championship yeah, in 2000 yeah. so
0: and then for the way he for him to come back oh shit shit best moment the best moment I've ever had in the Emirates Henri's return against Leeds the only time I've ever cried at a football match in my adulthood there we are yeah um, so yeah Henry and then, yeah, on rear right, Dennis Bergkamp were number two today, uh, George Graham, first team coach. OK, fair uh, enough, I'll allow that. Yeah.
1: A wonderful night's work from Arsenal, and it's not finished yet, because Dennis Bergkamp has put his stamp on the evening, in the grand manor. What a vein of form he is in at the moment. For this bit, I will do three questions to you, and then next week you get three yeah. questions to fire back at me. Okay. About it's quite general yeah. stuff, so it's about like you supporting yeah. and also the state of yeah. Arsenal. So my first one is comparing what you knew back then and what you do now. Was leaving hybrid a mistake?
0: Oh well, yeah, you'd have a it it
1: good question. Did,
0: did have to you'd have to say is it a mistake or not? Um I don't know, I don't know if it was a mistake. But we were massively missed. So we were hoodwinked at the time. Um board said, you know, are gonna be able to compete with the European superpowers and stuff like that? And the you know, the more you read into it, the conditions in which that stadium loan... Was guaranteed. It was guaranteed that we had Champions League League football over a certain period of time. It was certified that Arsene Wenger had to be the manager of Arsenal for a certain period of the loan. Um, We nearly went bust over the stadium move. We had to sell properties that the club owned around the stadium to pay the players back in as late as 2004 with the likes of Ron and Vieira. Imagine a team like that not being able to afford to pay the players. Yeah, it's unheard of. Yeah. But getting back to your question,
1: um, I mean, at the t- at the time, yeah. I'm you, guessing it, when you're told what you're told, you go, yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah, if you a time, if someone told me the last time we won the league, you're not going to win the league. You're, 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 you're in this balance, i said, you want your fucking head looking at me? We're moving to a new stadium. Yeah, we've got these new play- we've got these players, but we're going to go. You know, we're going to we're, we're going to go be able to go toe to toe with the, the European best, and we haven't. Uh, unfortunately. It's not, a, it's not a mistake. It's selling to Stan cronkin is the mistake.
1: With that stadium and that infrastructure with the right owner, we, we should be well... Yeah. So, so had... So company. had... Okay, had the ownership that had instigated and carried through the move, mm-hmm. if they were still in charge now, then you think they yeah. would have actually... I suppose they would have then delivered on yeah. what they promised. Yeah, so yeah. Sorry to be a bit of a curable there, but yeah. No? Yeah my next question yeah I think this is a good one would Arsenal be in a better place now had Arsene Wenger walked away with the FA Cup in 2014 is that the ho- the, ho- the whole the one, whole one? Yeah. so it'd been what nearly 10 years 9, the nine won, years 9 years, nine years yeah. hadn't won anything yeah. gets that yeah. had he just gone
0: yeah I think that would have been it's hard. it of me to say it but I really do think that if we'd have gone out at that time and played it right with the likes of Guardiola, we, we would have had a chance of got him. The club was the nearest fit to Barcelona at the time in terms of the philosophies and stuff like that that like the clubs had. There was he was quite vocal in terms of the the, the admiration he had for Wenger and Arsenal and uh, you know what they've done and stuff like that. So I think we, there would have been a chance for us to get him. So yeah, your answer to your question is, and I expected him. And a lot of Arsenal fans. Um, that were at Wembley that day, thought he was going to go. I thought, as yeah, a neutral, yeah, I, thought, thought, I thought. That's he it, he's gone. perfect. I was like, if, so if,
1: he, if he wins this, he's he, gone. Yeah, if he, not, then yeah. he will stay. Yeah,
0: And then even more so after the, the, the Chelsea win as well. Yeah. The final, we, we all thought that would be the best time for him to go. So, Well, yeah. there was the, it was Villa the year after yeah. that, and
1: then Chelsea's yeah. 17.
0: Villa was like a shit, a shit, a shit yeah. final.
1: Like, just, out of the three, yeah, but like, I guess the point is to walk away yeah. with, with a trophy. And be like... Don't care how you win it, right? I mean, well, yeah, yeah, you know, be what's in front of you. Yeah. So, but yeah... Because I guess the the, the basis for, for the question is, I think, uh, like, Arsenal massively declined. Like, yeah. a, a, at that point in yeah. time, Arsenal were far nearer to the clubs around them at the top end of the Premier yeah. League. And they were a more attractive proposition yeah. for a higher level manager yeah. to come in than what then happened yeah. you? I think Una Emery's a good manager but given the drop it's the rebuild the, job given, given the, the drop it's yeah. a much bigger rebuild yeah, job.
0: yeah the job is now the rebuild job yeah like you, you've only got to look at the pool of players that we're looking at imagine someone imagine I was looking at Ryan Fraser the Wenger's glory days and stuff like that it, it ain't gonna happen no um and, and this is why a lot of Arsenal fans need to have a reality check um but getting back to your question um I think it would have been the best time for them to go, yeah. Because, and I don't want to sound like I was—I was never a vengar out. You know that. Yeah, that's uh, true. I'd like to think of myself as quite a realistic and uh, an Arsenal fan. I don't think I don't, I don't answer too much. Um, I don't—not one of these fans that expects us to qualify for the Champions League, to win everything, you know, win things and stuff like that. That's not me. Um. But I'm I'm a little bit sad in how it finished for Wenger because it's almost seen as the latter years were almost a parody of the success he had. And some of the
1: appalling abuse that he took from the fans we've made ourselves look like idiots. Um, Arsenal were a laughing Like Amongst me and my mates. Because obviously you've got mates who some are Arsenal fans some are Spurs fans. Whereas for my mate they all support Northern clubs or just like yeah. No,
0: nothing like. Yeah. Arsehole, and it, they were the butt of the joke in the WhatsApp Yeah, they were. Period. I can't. Have that. I don't really want to talk about them, to be honest. In the bone. They're about. what's are everything about the modern football fans are. Yeah. But. But yeah, we were We are in decline, and it is a rebuilding job. There is no two bones about it. I think Unai's made a, uh, a good start. Um, it could have been a lot better. But we've got to give him time. It's no point in... This guy needs to be given time. He needs to be backed by the board. I think he, they need to give him two or three very active transfer windows and and then give him... A, yeah,
1: so ideally we're looking at a three, four-year plan, I think. Okay, that brings me very, very nicely onto my final question, which yeah. is, it's, a bit, it's potentially two-part. Do you think Arsenal will win the Premier League again? It's been oh, what, 15 years already? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Why not? Like, otherwise, there's no point in supporting like. them. Like, anything can happen. Like, we could be the next Money Hall club. Crunky finally decides to set up and oil, my Baron comes in and starts chucking it around. But in the current infrastructure, no. Um, because city are city and they'll do what they need to do. Liverpool are so far in advance, and
1: we'll see, it's the hope that kills you, right? It is. Exactly. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. And this is Henri, and this is Van Brockost. Van Brockost! Uh, thank you alright thank you I hope everyone listening has enjoyed it next week you get to turn the tables um,
0: yeah no no, no we'll took do, it quite we'll do good to be we'll fair. do
1: the second part on it me supporting Ipswich yeah. so I best get researching cool. um, follow us on Twitter at the unused sub speaking of Twitter just yeah, before we yes. go quickly did the poll about the who had the better team go up yeah what did the thirty-six voters say? I think you yours won. Oh okay. Sponsored by Garth Crooks. <laughs> I win very anything. With originally. with four with four wingers. That yeah, that is the yeah. team of the year. Sweet. Um like, so follow us on Follow us on Twitter yeah. at the Unused Subs. No one asked you any questions though. I did put a tweet out for any questions <laughs> for all this we haven't got any so I'm hoping the Ipswich fans step up next week yeah no no i really not, I'm doing that mate good um, subscribe uh, Apple Podcasts Acast leave us a review there are three reviews on Apple Podcasts actually Sweet. all five stars so well yeah. done if that was you Um, that's it thank you very much we'll see you next week adios Chip in there and <laughs> Fantastic finale! Thomas, it's up for Grads now! Thomas! Right at the end!